Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mama Pachamama podcast. I'm Vivian McKinnon, and I am freaking stoked to record today's episode. I missed recording last week for a very beautiful, special reason, and I will be sharing why um, in just a minute. First, I wanted to touch on something that I'm really excited about. I did my first weekend at the farmer's market yesterday, and I have a little sign I put out, and at first it said the same thing I had for most of the market last season, which was, you know, book a session with me. I do skincare consultations or, you know, lifestyle type sessions, you know, coaching type stuff. Um, But I decided to, because I have like a little jar with a sponge in it. um, And for the menstrual sea sponge. And I kind of was just like, I think women need to know that what this is for without me having to tell them or I'm, you know, in general, I'm not very like in people's face. So I wait for people to ask questions. I don't really like to like rope people in and force information down their throat. So I put on my little sign, ladies, have you tried using a sea sponge for menstrual care? And I was so delighted with the beautiful feedback I got. And it was a two-part, uh, two parts of this were really beautiful. First, seeing so many women interested um, in purchasing it. I almost uh, sold out, actually. And the second part being, this is something I have a lot of experience with over the past, you know, five, six, seven, I think maybe longer, around seven years, the few times I've had a cycle in that time, because I've mostly been like pregnant or breastfeeding, um, the few times I've had a cycle, I've used a sea sponge and absolutely adored it. I It changed my whole relationship with my bleed, and it's been something I've been advocating for for so long, and it was actually... A lot of questions I got um, when I first talked about it on one of my podcast episodes that made me realize, oh my God, I need to provide this to women. So I sought out a small family that um, does like very um, clean, uh, thoughtful harvesting of the sponges, minimally processed. And they're just as sweet as can be. I love working with them. And um, sourced really amazing sponges to sell. And I'm just, I guess I'm just like getting so excited to offer this to women because just like when I found out, when I first found out about this and I was just like, whoa, and like, duh. And then once I tried it and realized, wow, this is so comfortable. I just love how comfortable this is. Like it totally changed how I felt about my bleed coming on. Um, And to share that with other women is just so gorgeous. And yes, in a beautiful ideal world, free bleeding would be just a, the option all the time, or women could really take the time to really rest and lean into their bleed 
Um, but that's not really the world most of us live in, you know, and this is such a great option for those who do need some assistance with collecting their blood. Um, and I also always promote the sponge as being a great way um, for the, those of us that like to give our blood back to the earth, put it in our plants. Um, it is a great way to collect your blood and do that. So yeah, I'm just so excited. I feel like um, integrity has always been incredibly important to me when it comes to um, anything I sell. I, I have to fully stand behind the products. I have to believe in them. I have to be using them myself. And that's where I'm at. Um, so I just wanted to share that tidbit because it's really exciting. The sponge is great and it's really fun to, to share this information with women. Oh my God, there's like so much loud noise in the background right now but I have like a small window of time to record this. So I'm just gonna keep going. Hopefully it's not too disruptive. Hopefully you don't give up on me. Okay, so what else is new? I don't really know. Um, this has been my most incredibly like pleasant pregnancy so far. And I, I really feel like I owe it all to just a lot of like health conscious decisions that I've been making consistently showing up consistently for myself not just physically with like um eating the right things and hydration and exercise and all that but also really clearing out a lot of emotional uh messiness and and doing the work and healing a lot of things that that you know have been haunting me most of my life so it's been really beautiful. I've like, it's the first time I've been this far into pregnancy in 16 weeks pregnant. And I honestly don't even really feel pregnant besides the fact that all my clothes are fitting really tight and you know, I'm just getting big four babies in. So there's that. Um, all right, let's get into it. All right. So as many of you know, I'm guessing, and if you don't, now you do. Last fall, I attended the Radical Birth Keeper School led by Emily Saldea and Yolanda Clark and um, the ladies from the Free Birth Society. And it was indeed one of the most transformational, beautiful experiences I've ever had. It changed my life on so many ways. I, I showed up to the school ready to learn about birth and how to be a birth worker and um, did not realize that they would be offering so much more, especially around self-mastery, um, really just you know tools and conversations to encourage women to heal, to become better humans. It is a powerful experience. Ladies, if you're feeling called to this kind of work, it is well worth the investment to go through this um, go through this school and the sisterhood you make. I mean, I'm still regularly speaking with so many of the women from the school and I feel just a whole new level of confidence in my life having gone through this. And, you know, for me, it was a, it was a really funny, like last minute, like just kind of last minute I saw Emily had posted promoting the school and I was like, I could be into this. I could be doing this. I think I'm going to try doing it. Like I could do that. 
and and mostly feeling called to it because I had such beautiful um, free births with my last two babies. I felt, you know, birth is is beautiful, and and I want to you know spread that, spread how amazing and healing birth can be, and it doesn't have to be such a traumatic experience that so many of us have had. So, did the school changed my life. Um, and one thing that I found really interesting and beautiful and, you know, interesting and beautiful about the school is that they were very insistent that you're not officially a radical birth keeper until you've attended your first birth. So during the school, I did a post on Instagram just mentioning that I was doing this work and was like within I think a day or two contacted by a woman who was like I've been following you I love what you're about I'm pregnant and I'm looking for a radical birth keeper essentially and I was like wow okay cool let's do this so I met with her and her husband and right off the bat just like great energy great vibes and the one thing that has really inspired me is meeting this young beautiful woman who was just in her power this entire process I, I like I'm just so inspired by that I mean we need more women <laughs> Like this beautiful mama who throughout her entire pregnancy just you could feel energetically this woman trusted herself. She was in her confidence and she was, she just was not like, I mean, naturally we all have moments of fear, but um, it was such a beautiful experience for her. And I, I, I don't know if this is a weird thing to say, but I keep saying she set the bar really high as far as working with women working in this uh, field because, you know, the work of a radical birth keeper, I feel like the easiest, shortest, quickest way to explain it is you're there to hold space and you're there to remind a woman that she is indeed powerful and capable. And it's, it's like... It, of course, there's more, but that really sums it up. And you, there's no room for like desperation in this work. Um, it really does, at least for me, I, I feel what a blessing to work with a woman who was just in in her confidence. And throughout her pregnancy, you know, we would meet up. Um, she would, I, you know, I'd always re remind her, please, any questions, any concerns, anything, reach out to me. You know, there's no such thing as too much information. I am like down for anything, any conversation, any kind of questions. And also, if there's anything that I don't know, I'll be honest that I'm, I don't know much about that. And I and I can reach out to other women in this world who can give me their answers. So it's like when you when you hire a radical birth keeper, when when you you're also you know you're taking on. Um, an entire community of women who are passionate about this work. Because you really, 
I believe you, you do have to be passionate about this work to do it. Um, so I had this, you know, this beautiful relationship with this mother who rarely needed me. And, you know, I guess in my mind, as it should be, you know, of course, it's nice to go to the wise women in our lives and, and ask for their help if we have this or that. But overall, it's, it's kind of also nice to just flow through it. And that's what happened. This mama just, um, she flowed through her pregnancy beautifully and was in her confidence and rarely was there something that would come up. And when it did, we talked and I often found myself, you know, it's so easy in life to want to be the hero, the keeper of the wisdom and tell people. But I often found myself when she would ask me something, I generally, generally would, you know, I would, I would often just be like, well, what do you think? Like, what does your intuition tell you? And she would answer. And I'm like, it's, it sounds like, you know, <laughs> it was like, like, it, I, I know that sounds almost too simple, but I, I really feel indeed life in some ways really is that simple. Um, if we have the right support and if we've done the right kind of, you know, healing work on ourselves and, um, yeah, I think it really can be that simple. So, you know, I feel so blessed to have this experience to work with this woman who was, um, she was just powerful. She's, she is, she is so powerful. I'm just so my, I like my heart just flutters because I'm just so grateful to, to have had this experience. So last weekend she calls me and she's like feeling oh she, or maybe she texted me she let me know that she was believed she lost her mucus plug and that she was starting to have you know minor contractions and that she believed it was possible she was going in labor so I was like great keep in touch tonight I will you know I, the minute you want me to head toward you because she's almost two hours away from me so the minute you feel like you need me there I'm there and even if it's not like labor's not ready. You're not ready for labor. Like that, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for, to be there when you need me there. Um, so I was like, I'll leave my phone on tonight. Like, and you can just call me, you know, at whatever point. And, um, checked in with her again, a few hours later, we had had like a little family barbecue that day and got home and everyone went to bed <laughs> And actually, funny enough, I had taken a little bit of the sound sleep tincture, which was a huge mistake because it just like that, it just made that drive, that two hour drive, very, just very challenging for me. <laughs> like, I think I left around midnight, maybe a little after. No, it was around midnight. Um, and yeah, so oh, let me, I also just want to say that I got permission from this beautiful family to share this. Um, so let me just say that that was important to me. So uh, I get the call at around midnight. All right, you know, it's getting intense. We need you here. So I was like, great, let me go pack up my things and I'll drive out there and really had very little to pack with just, you know, <laughs> change of clothes and some food and stuff. 
um, and showed up and it was so beautiful to just walk into this room and this woman is in the throes of contractions and, um, you know, I, I guess a lot of detail doesn't really necessarily matter here. And I, I really want to speak from my experience of, of what, what happened. Her husband was there absolutely beautifully supporting her in just an incredible way. Cheers to men like him who can just, I mean, he was on top of it. Stay, keeping her hydrated with water, keep, you know, offering food all the time, constantly like checking to make sure she's comfortable, giving her words of reassurance. It was absolutely beautiful. And another thing that I have to say is that she was just naked. And I, I love that because I'm, you know, I'm disturbed by all these videos we see or photos we see of women birthing with clothing on and I'm like no no like let your let it all just hang and be free and be be like exposed to the air and to I don't know clothing just seems I like can't I can't imagine birthing with clothes on um it felt like the only way to birth was naked um so I was really happy to see her just in her power there like moving through contractions naked her and, and and this is another thing that was like unbelievable i i i sat there and i witnessed right that's that's i'm there to witness and to hold space and i just kept having this thought running through my mind as i'm watching her i'm just like what a freaking goddess like the epitome of a goddess this woman here in her beautiful pregnant body I don't know there was just something so unbelievable and you know going into this work it's kind of a trip because I've been on the other side of birth I've never witnessed birth from somebody else I've only been on the birthing end of it so I didn't really you know when you go into it like oh I just know my own birth it's a it's a completely radically different experience, I I believe, to witness birth and not be in the throes of it, um, and it's gorgeous. It's it's so beautiful, and I just you know, I was just in awe, and I felt like a child in nature, just like wow, look at look at what's happening in front of me, like this is incredible, and. You know, I, I, I hope I did a good job and I feel as if I did a good job doing, giving, you know, that balance of like words of reassurance when I felt like it was um, a good time to offer that. But then also just silence and holding space and, and being there quietly um, when I felt that was necessary. So this beautiful mama had this very gorgeous long birth or long labor it was um about 44 hours that's what i tell myself it might have been a little bit less and there were these moments throughout and it was only it was very um maybe twice where eat where her and her partner each you know felt you could you could sense there was like, I wouldn't say fear, but just like 
you know, what's going on? Why is this taking so long? Um, and I could see her partner, her husband, and wow. I also have to say that being on this side of it and witnessing the partner really gave me some perspective and it did make me feel very grateful for Brett who has sat with me during two labors now and he's he shows up beautifully he just he trusts he and and I never realized how difficult that being in that role can be um and I witnessed this man just do a wonderful job but also you know to sit there and see the person you love just being hit by these waves of contractions and the and the um you know the moaning and the in the ow oh, this hurts I'm hurting I'm so tired you know that can be hard right it's like when we see someone we love in a in a, in a lot of pain that can be that can be really hard and I think there was maybe only one time where he was just where you know that that not fear but that empathy was really not that he didn't have empathy otherwise but you know where the just like the oh my goodness is she okay was was settling in and um yeah it was it was a beautiful moment of reassurance i felt like my only job in that moment was to reassure him and her and myself just trust in in it like we just all we can do is trust and her body and her baby her and her baby are doing exactly what needs to be done it's gonna take as long as it takes and there really has to be just like a trust trust in it. So what I, you know, I, I found it very important that, you know, I remember one time someone asking me, this is kind of recent. They're like, Oh, you, you do birth work. Like you must focus, you must know a lot about breath work and stuff. And I said, no. And I guess because in my mind, I'm like, I wouldn't, I couldn't imagine going to a woman, a woman who's in the middle of labor and saying, hey, this is how you need to be breathing and trying to get her to think about how she should be breathing. Rather, I kept saying, stay connected to the breath and she intuitively would know how she needs to breathe in, in, in every different moment. And I think that's what it's really about is, is like, should I be pushing? Well, does your body, is your body giving you sensations that make you feel the need to push? No, okay, then you shouldn't be pushing. And then so she would have these, um, like a typical long labor, especially for a first time mother. I don't know, wanna say typical, that sounds weird. Um, is, you know, there it, there there will be moments of, of things intensifying where it might seem, oh, it's about to happen, the baby's gonna come out. And then it kind of slows down and labor slows down and as, frustrating as that can be it's also a really beautiful opportunity for a mama to get some rest and kind of re-energize a little bit between contractions i don't know re-energize is not the right word rest really just rest between contractions and it was absolutely gorgeous to witness this mama as she would take these rest periods and there were times where you know her husband and i would look at each other and we'd be like oh she's 
not in this world right now. And it was, it was so beautiful. It was so safe. And it was so important to both of us to make sure she just felt completely loved, supported, trusted, and safe in, in, in what she's going through. So, um, yeah, she, she rested often as her body allowed her to, and it was beautiful. And I just, you know, so many times she's like, I'm just so tired. I don't know if I can keep doing this. And I'm like, then rest, rest. So over the next, you know, however many hours, her husband and I would kind of take turns resting for a bit and then being there sitting with her as she goes through this. And when the time came for that little baby to present itself, it was just, whew, absolutely incredible. And, and lo and behold, she knew. She knew she could feel, and this, she could feel when the shift happened. She knew this feels different. I think this baby is ready to emerge. And I think giving a woman an, the opportunity to stay connected to her body and listen to her body and her baby rather than someone, a medwife, a, any kind of person coming in and, you know, measuring her or doing this or that to, to tell her what, you know, what she should, where she's at. Um, wow. That's so powerful. So she knew, and I was actually resting. I was like in the middle of a nice little nap. Um, when her husband came in and said, she's, she's, she's definitely gonna push this baby out like really soon. I was like, awesome. Okay, let's do this. So, uh, we went there and supported her and it was just, I can't go into too much detail because it feels impossible because it was just so beautiful. Some things just really, you know. It's hard to put into words. And okay, so yeah, she birthed this baby like a freaking badass, just beautiful, amazing, like powerful, just this beautiful, amazing woman. It was absolutely gorgeous. And um, seeing the baby's little head, when you could start seeing the baby's head and you see the little hairs on his head and seeing witnessing this father like just so excited to meet his baby and watching them communicate and I have to say this this couple had such beautiful synergy out the whole time and I also have to say that you know during this this very long time we all spent together I got a chance to bond with um, her husband and it was so nice it really felt I mean from the beginning we all felt we had a good energy together but indeed like just sharing this experience together was so beautiful um but witnessing this father just so excited and watching him cheer her on and both of us just like oh wow so powerful and okay so something that was really important to me that I wanted this family to experience was I was entirely hands-off the only time I really was hands-on was um, while I was holding her hands while she was giving those like final pushes and she just um, her husband was closer to the baby to be able to catch the baby 
and I was just holding her hands and just close to her face. And um, other than that, there was not much. I, I, I really made it a point to not touch this baby. And not that I had any kind of yucky energy or that there was, there was no like, this was made, this was a decision that was made out of like, I don't know. I just, I felt like it was, I wanted this family to experience what I experienced with my last baby, um, with Kai, which was nobody coming in and, and like literally no one touching my baby and it just being this sacred exchange of microbiomes and and fluids and all this between mother baby mostly but also father um and i loved just being that witness there and and like in just watching watching these three beings this mother this father this baby you know find their way into each other's world like this and um oh and also you like most of us any of us who have watched like home birth videos or even i mean all kinds of birth videos just the doctors the nurses the midwives everybody gets so in there everyone just gets so like you see hands reaching you see people grabbing the baby you see just all this grabbing and i just I didn't want, I, I didn't feel like I, I, that wasn't my place. Like it's not my place to grab your new baby. My, my place is to be there and hold space and reassure you when you look at me because you're worried that this baby's head is really blue. <laughs> and I'm there to say, your baby is healthy. It's okay. And when you hear like the raspiness of those first breaths and it's like, is my, is my baby breathing all right? And re reassuring, yes, your baby's fine. Put him on your chest. Let him just be close to you. Your baby's fine. And hearing that first cry, that first beautiful loud cry, and we all just, oh, wow, how powerful. We all were just, just jumping for joy and just so happy this baby came out beautifully. We helped mama onto the bed. And she just sat there with her baby and, um, you know, getting the baby close to the boob. And oh my goodness, it was just, I like, I'm speechless. I really am. I, I knew it would be like this. And I knew that this family knew it would be like this. And we all went into it with just trust and excitement. And that is the power of the radical birth keeper i'm so honored to take this on and i'm so honored to officially have attended my first birth and to be able to officially call myself a radical birth keeper and to have held space and supported this beautiful amazing family through this beautiful amazing process and i'm what 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 they refer to in the school is um, undisturbed physiological birth. And it is, no one needs, it is this, it's like a woman can birth if she feels safe, if she feels, you know, if she, if she feels she can flow with her labor, she will birth 
a health, she will have this beautiful, healthy experience. And that is exactly what happened. And, oh, I just feel so honored. I, I guess <laughs> prior to attending the birth, I just had no idea how much this experience would transform me. And on my way back home, um, very few times in my life have I like sobbed tears of joy. And on my way back home, I just started sobbing. I mean, it was uncontrollable. I was just like sobbing tears of joy as I just held this memory, this experience in my heart and felt so honored, just like so honored to, to be doing this and so hopeful in, the, in, in humanity <laughs> that here we are. There are people that that see how empowering and beautiful life should be. Even the challenges, even the things that are painful, these rites of passage, a woman going through the pangs and the, 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 the contractions of labor to be held and supported with love and trust and how divine she is and to be able to step into that divinity and embrace her animal side with her sounds and her roars and her fuck and all of it and get in there and to be to feel safe and unjudged and loved and to walk with families through this to walk with women through this is unbelievable and I I really had no idea what I was getting into <laughs> until I experienced it and like I'm forever transformed it has changed the way that I'm living my own life now it makes me feel so it's like what a beautiful reminder of how unbelievably magical and meaningful and beautiful and powerful this life experience is it's supposed to hurt it's supposed to be challenging those are the things that teach us we are supposed to get uncomfortable and then we make room for like really filling up our hearts oh we are supposed to be broken open so we can put ourselves back together with love and tenderness and Wow, what, I mean, for all of the like meaningless shit jobs I've done in my life, I just never knew that I could experience, I mean, I and I love like, I love selling products, I love um, sharing, I love coming on this podcast, like I, I love, I love everything I do at this point in my life and I've worked very hard on so many levels to arrive here. Um, but I guess I just had no idea how powerful and transformational it could be to be on this end of birth because I knew how powerful it was to birth babies in the comfort of my home with the comfort of people that I love surrounding me and no pressure. And if I want to sip on a glass of wine while I'm having contractions, I can do that unjudged. And if I want to yell whatever, like, you know, whatever, like, whatever the process calls for, you know, a, a woman wants to feel safe, unjudged, and, and um, 
we be, especially we just become so sensitive to energy. And if anybody is there with fearful energy or judgmental energy, that's felt. And it's, um, yeah, it's, anyway, I'm just, I had to share this. I had to share this and, um, you know, also when I started this work, <laughs> I kind of thought to myself, well, I've free birthed, which meant I didn't, I would, my birth was, my births were unattended. It was just me and my husband. Interesting that I would want to do work attending somebody's birth. Um, but I don't know, I guess it is really beautiful to, free birth is beautiful, but an attended birth in this way is like also so beautiful and I'm so grateful because I, I feel very confident in how I showed up for this family. And I've also received so much love and words of gratitude from them and was told you you were exactly what we needed and what we wanted. And like we could not have asked for more from you. And it's so beautiful because I'm like, I, I, I truly just held space, reassured, you know, reminded it's it's so beautiful it's so simple it can be so simple and we just you know humans we just have to overcomplicate everything right but wow it was god it was just so powerful and this mama and this baby are thriving thriving i check in on them i'm gonna go see them in a couple days and they are just absolutely beautiful she birthed the placenta like i'm if, I think I went to go rest not too long after and <laughs> after the baby was born and then <laughs> then I was like but if you feel like the placenta is going to come just like come come get me and her husband comes in she's like he's like she birthed the placenta and just came out no problem and I was just like oh, you are just amazing and hours later we um burnt the cord and um, just had this beautiful process watching watching them figure it out and helping, you know. I love that in the school they they were like clean up, you know, just be help in all the ways to do whatever you can so that this family can just focus on their, you know, on just being present with what what's happening. So I just did my best to clean up as much as I could and um keep everyone comfortable in whatever ways I could and stayed as long as I felt I was um, useful. And then, you know, and of course, like I can come back at the, you know, just a phone call. I'm, I'm here. I can drive back immediately. But feeling like, you know, trusting. All right. I've I've offered as much as I can. And um, and yeah, just hearing from this beautiful family since they have their baby and everyone is thriving and well and you know so many of the fears we have we just i don't know it's we're really kind of brainwashed to focus on how things can go wrong but man things can go so right and so perfectly and it can be so beautiful and so often it's like for instance, what you when you hear a lot of stories of women who end up transferring, they wanted to do that home birth, um, and they end up transferring. Often they transfer because either um, someone attending the birth, a doula or a midwife, starts showing 
a lot of signs of, you know, fear and not trusting and, oh, the labor is taking too long or your water this or this or that, you know, meconium, all these different things. Oh, your dial, you know, all these different things that bring fear to the birth, to the to fearful energy, to the situation. And often as well, a husband who becomes very fearful and, um, yeah, it was really beautiful, like I said, to witness this beautiful synergy and this trust between this couple and, um, and to, yeah, to, for everyone to just be on board of like, there, that's not, there's no need to fear that everything is happening as it should. Sure. The labor is long and that's like totally okay. And this baby will come when it's ready. And this mama will know when this baby is ready. And that's all we need to, all we need to know. So here I am just so in love with life and so in love with this work and totally transformed. It's completely changed the way I, I don't know, so many things in my life I feel like have shifted after I experienced this and I feel very honored to be doing this work. And yeah, I just had to come on here and share this and you know, the work is, oh, it's powerful. Birth is so beautiful. And I just, yeah, I don't know how else to say it, but I feel so honored to have arrived here in my life. And I'm so grateful that this family chose me to work with them. I feel so honored to, to have witnessed this. I, it was, I'm just forever grateful. It holds such a special a special place in my heart and I look forward to meeting other women that are in their confidence and in their power and ready to trust this beautiful process. Um, yeah, I think a lot of women are starting to realize, I think humans, people right now are realizing how powerful they are and let's just like obviously I to many I might sound like a conspiracy theorist but I think I think there's enough anecdotal evidence out there. Like there is an agenda to 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 take to take humans away from their innate power, to keep them full of fear, to 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 take them away from their intuition. This has been this is brainwashing. This is an agenda that has been pushed for generations now. Right? Even our grandparents were doing a lot of things they say a lot of things they're you know a lot of stuff that's like whoa your parents you know your parents were way more wild and way more in touch with like self than our own so it's it, this has been happening for a long time people being disconnected from their intuition and from their knowledge of self trust of self um, their ability to heal themselves and that's that's like we don't take it like take it back to the simplicity of like we breathe without thinking. We get a cut on our arm, we have blood, we you know, we tend to the wound, but what happens? Our body scabs over, heals without thinking. No, you don't have to think about that happening. Your body does it on its own. Why? Because your body wants to see you well and thriving so it does it supports you to heal yourself we are indeed self healers 
and with tools and with, with, um, a lot of what I think people that are on this path, this self healing path, um, so much of, of, of it is unlearning all the things, <laughs> all of the bad, all of the like unhealthy, toxic behaviors, the patterns, um, and also just like seeing things for what they are anyway. Oh my goodness. It's such a process, but unlearning so much so that you can make room for true deep rooted healing. It's so possible. And people are doing this all over. They're realizing that stop outsourcing the very thing you can do for yourself. Nobody else will be able to love you as much as you love yourself. So learn how to love yourself with like good, proper care, proper nutrition, getting out in the sun, getting exercise. Exercise can be as simple as just going for walks every day like that. Um, learning, you know, emotional intelligence and, and unlearning a lot of the, um, behavioral, unhealthy behavioral patterns that we learn, um, as children, we learn from our parents, from, culture, whatever, unlearning a lot of that stuff and realizing, you know, it's like the cattiness between women. You know, we've kind of been culturally conditioned to think, oh, relationships are supposed to be very catty and blah, blah, blah. No, they don't. You can like you, there are women out there that just want to shine on you and like remind you of how amazing you are and you want to do the same for them. And you are there to uplift each other. It is not about competing with each other. It's about looking at each other and being like, holy shit, I am so blessed to be friends with this person and to be spending time with this person. I'm so inspired by all the things she's amazing at. Not, oh my God, I'm so jealous that she's more successful at this than I am like fuck all that so we are indeed incredible self-healing beings and I'm so happy to witness just people everywhere I'm just I'm I'm very hopeful people are waking up to the the bullshit and ready to like empower themselves re- you know, rediscover themselves. Cause it's not, you know, I didn't do anything during that birth. That had nothing to do with me. I was, it was, it was this mama and this baby working together and they, it, it was perfect because of them. And that's like, that's all it takes. Ooh, powerful, powerful stuff. Um, yeah. So if you are local, um, that was like about as far as like, I want anyone to be that I work with, but I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina for the, those of you that don't know. And I'm really excited to hopefully meet some other women locally that are interested in this. And if they're not, then I don't like, I'm not, I'm not here to convince anybody. The last thing I'd want to do is try to convince someone that this is what they want. I want to work with women that are in their confidence 100% that they know that this is what they want and they just want, you know, another woman there to hold space and that's like a beautiful thing. So, yeah, I'm so excited to share this and to all the mamas listening and all the just everyone out there that's doing the work to create like 
a better future for our children and for ourselves and focused on like putting in the work for our life to be amazing. An amazing life doesn't mean it's pain-free and comfortable. Yeah, it's going to get painful. Yeah, it's going to get uncomfortable. But man, if you show up in integrity and you trust and you take good care of yourself, then beautiful things happen. It's so beautiful. Ah, I'm just like, ah, I don't even know how to put it in the words. I'm forever changed. This was the most beautiful thing. And yeah, radical birth keeper. That's what it is to be a radical birth keeper. What beautiful work. Oh, I'm just so grateful for Emily and Yolanda. Those ladies are like, man, they're doing powerful stuff. And um, all around the world, their influences all around the world. And women are waking up and it's, or healing. That's, that's the world is healing through the women, the mothers showing up with oh it's just so cool man it's so cool so all right thank you for listening in i hope you enjoyed that and yeah just go out there and heal yourself and take care of yourself and be a beautiful light in the world and it's like really i i feel kind of disconnected from i just like really don't participate in the fear-mongering like I'm all about awareness, but there's just so much fear-mongering happening, happening in the world right now, and it's rather depressing um, if you get sucked into it. So I don't. Um, I'm here for like lifting each other up and being a problem solver. I'm all about, and I'm trying to te- really trying to work hard to teach my children um, stepping away from that victim mindset and being the problem solver. Anyone can point a finger at someone else and blame someone else but we can also just be our own heroes and like do cool shit man so i love you all thanks for tuning in